0: Welcome. Hey, this is Kevin Shinnick, writer of Star Wars Force Collector. I'm Kevin Scott, one of the story architects of Star Wars The High Republic. This is Dominic Pace, who plays with the
1: Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian.
0: Hi, I'm Claudia Gray. I write Star Wars books. And you're listening. And you are listening. And you are listening. To Star Wars Comics in Canon, the Force is strong with this one.
1: And so here we are driving home for Christmas from Star Wars Wars (laughs) celebration I mean to be fair Star Wars celebration to me is more exciting than Christmas Um, but and I got I probably got I I got a lot of gifts at Christmas to be fair but I think like these goods it's a lot lot of gift giving a lot of things for me that both are physical things and also a lot of stuff that's um, not physical like news and just experiences and stuff but we're at the end friends we're at the end of style celebration we, uh, we're we driving home well Megan's driving home uh, we were originally going to stay in the accommodation tonight but we got back so early and we said in kind of the last podcast we got back our really good time to the accommodation uh, our neighbours kind of loud and also we just want to be home we want to see Willow and Steve are in our beds and then wake up tomorrow morning
0: like refreshed rather and have than- the whole day yeah rather than having to like travel tomorrow as well we just want to Bosh it out. And without like jinxing it, so far we've hit no traffic. I feel like if we left tomorrow morning we would hit quite a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, it's uh it's the end of style celebration. There was a lot of cool things. So we went into the bad batch panel, we got into that. We got to style celebration very early, so we'd get into this um, Yeah, we thought ad- we
0: got there disgustingly early. T- we got there before they even opened up this morning. We got there at ten to eight.
1: Yeah, which is mental. And we got into the bad batch panel, that was amazing. Um we got to hear from Dee Bradley Baker who voices um, all the clones and does a lot of voice work for Starz Animation and
0: it was really cool because every so often he would switch into different characters he would switch into Wrecker and switch into Tech and Hunter and Crosshair Crosshair. I always want to say Hawkeye and I know that's not right
1: (laughs) and um, also the person who plays Amiga, which I think is Michelle Ang I think is her uh, name, no apologies for anyone, we're in the car, so apologies if I uh, miss, uh, seeing people's names wrong, and then there was like Brad Rao and then Jen something or other and then another person, but those three people that I just mentioned, uh, they're all like behind the scenes people, uh, yeah,
0: that's true with the production like,
1: oh, yeah. yeah, which I don't know the names of production designers and those sort of things, as well as I know actors, unfortunately but I think most people are kind of like that it's, it's much easier, so, um they were all really cool it was a really fun panel it was good to hear from them and the kind of some of the things they planned along the way and that was great and then at the end and you can see how like emotional they were getting about certain elements uh, because I won't spoil what happened but there's a certain bad thing that happens in the end of series 2 of the Bad Batch and then when they were talking about it they were getting emotional about it yeah. and it was an emotional thing uh, and they've announced that there's one more series of Bad Batch and it's going to be the final season
0: third and final series and we got to see little snippets of it
1: yeah which are really we got cool. to
0: watch the sneak snippets peek. the sneak peeks twice
1: yeah they played it once and then the we were at the galaxy stage there's the three stages celebrations kind of the main one Galaxy's on the second in command and the twin sons is like the third one and the galaxy stage there's a there's an mc there there's an mc at all the stages but the mc at the galaxy stage is a guy called aussie dave and he's really enthusiastic and he's quite fun and he and it finished the sneak peek and then he was like do you guys want to see it again and everyone's was like, yes. He was like, let's do it again. And so it was just, it was really cool to get to watch it twice in a row because he was like, oh, when you see a sneak peek, there's certain things because everyone was like cheering at certain points of the sneak peek over parts of dialogue. But understandably, because people are so excited. And
0: I had a tall guy in front of me, so I couldn't see the screen properly. Yeah, so
1: we just like tilt our eyes, uh, tilt our heads no, and So thing.
0: I was really glad that they played it a second time because I just completely moved yeah like i felt a bit dicky because the people behind me then probably wouldn't have been able to see but i was like oh well i want to see <laughs> yeah yeah if i'm being completely
1: honest but i'm really glad we got to that panel and got to see the sneak peek that was really cool um because bad Batch is banging to be fair um but that was really really cool then we went
0: no then we stayed then, oh, no so yes. then so okay so after the 11 a.m panels which is the first panel of the day the room is supposed to be cleared so that you can get new people come in. So for the Galaxy stage and the Twin Sun stage, which are the two, like, additional ones... They often
1: stream stuff. They often of stream
0: stuff and having it live. They clear the room, and then you can literally camp out there for the remainder of the day if you want to go and access all of the panels. Um, but I saw some people were staying, and the it was... So for me, I don't really care. It was, like, the Marvel Comics Star Wars, so it was, like producing all of the new star wars comic books which obviously yes is mike's jam for me not so much but i knew that it was something that mike would want to go to so we were like okay so then i saw that people weren't moving we'd already like kind of made our way to the exit at that yeah, point yeah. and then i was like no people aren't moving so then i was like let's just go to the front so we just walked straight to the front yeah. and then aussie dave which was yeah the guy hosting he was like oh wait let me just check if people have to leave and then he was like no you can stay so we sat in the third row yeah and, went,
1: <laughs> so, he and was Mike like,
0: was like ready to leave and I was like no let's try and get to the front yeah because
1: he was like oh check the numbers because what they don't want to do is have people stay there for the first panel a lot of the time because the first panel people have the reservations for and things in the lottery and what you don't want to do is have those people get the reservation for the lottery and then the vast majority just stay there because no one else gets to go
0: yeah i figured that it would be fine anyway because the panel that was going on in the celebration stage was about visions so the second series of visions that's coming out and i figured that more people would probably be interested in going to see visions as opposed to th- something about comic books but yeah we got to stay and then we got to sit on the third row which was really nice I mean, again, I don't really care about the comic books, but it was nice for me because I didn't have to look at the screen. I could actually look at the people speaking, whereas all other panels, apart from the really little ones, I've had to look at the screen. Yeah. So it was really nice being able to actually look. Like they were, they were what, like maybe like s- between seven to ten meters away from us. It were, was not far. They
1: were literally a stone's throw away. Yeah. I could, I, could have, I, could have,
0: I could have thrown a bottle at them. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm
1: glad you didn't. No. <laughs> uh, that would have got us kicked out quite early. And I love all those. I don't know why well.
0: bottle is the weather. I'm thinking plastic bottle in my head. Yeah, no, not, like not a, a glass. Bottle. Not a glass
1: wine. Bottle. <laughs> Or they knock someone out like a little. But anyway, no bottle throwing happened. But um, I think it was quite fun for me as well because although I met some of these high public authors uh, at the signings, and also obviously I've spoken to Kevin and Claudia on my podcast, it was oh, um, it was cool being able to like see them in person, like up close. And I think I know you don't really care about comics, but because I talk about these people quite a lot, especially Kevin Scott, for me it was quite nice for you. To get to see these people that mean quite a lot to me. Yeah. So I liked that element as well. The the, the comic panel was fine. I posted a few things on because they didn't say at the start you can't post anything. They didn't say you're not allowed to do anything like that because people may notice on social media some of the things I spoke about, like in the Higher Public panel, like the Vanestra Rose screenshot that's going about. They said you're not allowed to take photos. Yeah, they, this they
0: actively said it. They had people walking up and down the aisles to make sure people weren't taking photos or videos. Yeah,
1: and I was like, well, a I don't uh, mainly I don't want to be disrespectful. Well, if they've asked me not to do something, you know, I'm not going to do it. It's also
0: just dicky, like why? Why just just follow the rules? Like, yeah.
1: but also like, so there's Good a two. Just follow orders, huh. um, but it's like I, I didn't want to break the rules I don't want to go against the thing people have asked us not also, to do but I don't want to get kicked out. And so yeah it's too but even if they
0: Like if- there were 3 people that got kicked out and that were banned from coming back because they got caught out videoing stuff and it's like why why risk it? Like what what you've paid this amount of money to come to to Star Wars celebration why risk it?
1: Yeah and I think we said in the last podcast I went a bit of a rant where it was like I, I think it's cuz for likes I think is if you're the first person to post a picture of an exclusive scoop loads of people will flock to your page and that's yeah, well, that's, if that's, that's not the only how thing
0: that's important in your life, then you need to get a career.
1: And it's like for me, uh, there's lots of ways I could have like cheaply got more followers and things. I could make like a lot of clickbaity thumbnails of the titles of my videos. I could make YouTube uh, videos that are really controversial. But you I, could I wear a
0: very revealing costume where your tartars are basically out. That could happen. I personally probably that'd get me less followers. <laughs> but
1: you know, things like that, I could be very controversial online. But I don't, that's not what I, I want to grow my audience organically and slowly. You know, I, I want to do it for the for the right reasons. I don't want to be this clickbaity person. I want people to enjoy my content because I'm genuine about it, like I am with my uh, with the Genuine Chit Chat podcast. So, I really enjoyed the comic panel. A couple of just very quickly, there's more Return of the Jedi 40th Anniversary Edition uh, one-shot comic. So there was already Ewoks announced and Jabba's Palace, and there was also Empire that recently got announced, and then they also announced Rebellion and also there's an the Lando one which has already been announced and there's also going to be a max rebo comic which is really exciting yeah, people me. did get really
0: excited about the max rebo one
1: and i um i also bought a max rebo t-shirt at a celebration so that's fun and so they had a couple of comic reveals um they had a lot of like cover reveals which i'm not as interested by
0: but it was kind of cool to see it's funny because on the first day that we were there we went to the Italian panel where there was like the people that were talking about the comic books and the people that are Italian that
1: Librian comics they called
0: yeah yeah but they were talking about all of the different Italian artists and they were going fucking nuts (laughs) when they mentioned the Italian artists they were like sat near us like on our row um so that was really funny they were
1: like shouting and stuff which is fair because you know they were
0: getting so excited
1: really interesting stuff but um we saw some quite cool comic panels, and again, you're not that fast about comics, but the panels, some of the artwork was incredible.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I, I admire the artwork in a lot of them. I, it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, which is completely
1: fair. I think one day I'll try and get you to read a couple. I'll of probably comics.
0: read the Ewok one that's coming out. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and see how that is. And that's I, I do. Lot. I
0: do have my Witcher graphic novel. I've just not read it yet.
1: Yeah, yeah. You are more of a book person than a comic person. To be fair, I used to be as well. Now I'm kind of in the middle, um, but.
0: Woo! Sign for Southampton.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was a cool, fun panel. I'm trying to think if there's any other exclusives. There's a lot of like exclusive variants. Oh, there was announced... Um, one of the last things that was announced, it was... Uh, I think it was Charles Stahl has got something coming out I am yes stalling because I can't actually remember so I'm trying to get the photos up but once again if you go on my Instagram uh, or Twitter you'll be able to see some of these photos I posted um, there is yeah Dark Droids so it's a comic oh, crossover yeah. so anyone obviously who listens to Star Wars Comics in Canon will know I've been doing all the crossovers so that it was War of the Bounty Hunters Crimson Rain, and Hidden Empire which were like the Kira trilogy and that was where Doctor Aphra the main Star Wars run Darth Vader and Bounty Hunters were all crossing over at various points to make like this big whole story where each comic affected other ones and things and then dark droids is the new one and star wars revelations which is a one-shot comic i tackled a little while ago which was by mark guggenheim who was also on the panel that was like showing like snippets of what's to come in the star wars comic realm and there was a lot of hints about ajax sigma basically just droids who who go against their masters like charles saul's um pitch for it he was like, um, like all of us rely on our smartphones and electronics in our life, but imagine if your smartphone wanted to eat you. That's what this comic's yeah, like. Yeah, and
0: imagine that all of your smartphones at the moment are all communicating with each other, all talking to each other about how much they hate you yeah. and they want to get you.
1: <laughs> and then they all one day just kind of turn, in a sense. That's kind of the idea and the premise behind it, which I really like. My, my only critique of it is that already there have been like 35-odd comics from Star Wars as well as like 30 odd comics in Doctor Aphra 35 in uh, Darth Vader and 35 in Bounty Hunters all set between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi there's only a year between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi and between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back there's three years but there was about 75 comics from Star Wars and so it's a bit like I I have a feeling at uh, number 50 is probably where these runs are going to end but I'm just like how you're cramming a lot before Return of the Jedi like a lot in and I'm I'm sure the story is gonna be great and it's gonna be a lot of fun and obviously everyone knows that if you're reading the Star Wars comic Luke isn't gonna die we all know how Luke dies we know how Vader dies we know how Leia and Han and things all die so
0: what do you mean they all die
1: lol um, so we know that does take out some of the tension from it but aside from that and the, the kind of oh it feels like they're cramming a lot into this one year I can kind of hand wave that away because certain comics is like three comics will happen and it might be just one day so I, I can get over that but it was just a little thing it was ah uh, another uh, return of the jedi stuff i want some post return of the jedi stuff ideally but i think they're holding that quite close to their chest at the moment those kind of things but the dark droid stuff i thought was really interesting that was quite cool and thanks to megan yeah we got really really close which i'm really really chuffed about
0: i will say right the seats in the galaxy stage were so disgustingly uncomfortable they're not folding chairs. they were those shit like folding chairs. chairs that like your nan would have for extra guests at the dinner table they were yeah like shitty fold-out chairs from schools they were God awful Like, yeah, pretty uncomfortable I mean I suggested to Mike That we just stay there Because once you got Once you, we got those seats We could have just stayed there For the whole time But like after that second panel I was like Nah I need to get out Like I can't I can't stay In this seat any longer Like my Bum was dead
1: because we've been sat there for that. By the end of the panel we would been there for what Two and a half hours or Nearly so Nearly
0: three I think at yeah. that point And we
1: both needed a wee as well I don't want to stretch my legs And we wanted to check the shop floor To see if there's any Last minute merch I want to buy and things
0: But to be honest Obviously we'll go into this In a little bit more detail In a moment But it actually worked out For the best that we didn't Stay there so. Yeah
1: it did um, But also um, Shout out to Um their Twitter handle is MCU YTT, as in Taika Waititi's surname. M-C-U-Y-T-T, Waititi, their name is Hayden, and Hayden is the basically creator of Valance Nation, hashtag Valance Nation, which is all about Baylor Valance, and anyone knows that I love Baylor Valance, one of my favourite characters, and myself and Hayden connected on Twitter after I split with Claudia Aminbar from Rupalp's pod Podrace, and, like, Hayden is the biggest... Valance fan and I have I finally managed to meet Hayden because Hayden's from the States and things and shout to Liv as well who's um, one of Hayden's friends I've connected with as well both of them are from the States and obviously they came over to Style Celebration in the UK and Hayden was doing Baylor Valance cosplay and there's so few of that there was someone else who was in their sort of group who did it I think yesterday but like no, nope. like is such a small time character that barely anyone knows about. And it's just so cool. When I met Hayden in person, and we had a little chat things, we were both just so excited to meet each other of such passionate, positive Star Wars fans about this silly little cyborg character. I mean, he's not silly little, he's really cool and powerful, but it was just really, really nice. And I really I liked that. And it's nice just meeting so many people. Cause like every day, I think I've kind of made a friend from Star Wars Celebration, which is something I didn't expect. Yeah. And it's just, it's so nice, and it, it really shows that the Star Wars community isn't all toxic, right leaning white guys who are assholes who hate anything progressive and just shit on the sequel trilogies and think that because a couple of them are kind of well, weak not
0: only shit on the sequel trilogies but those people shit on the prequels as well don't they yeah but less a lot... so now there's been a resurgence of the prequels yeah mainly
1: our generation because our generation grew up the prequels so we don't find the cringiness of say Jar Jar and things like that as bad
0: ain't nothing wrong with Jar Jar Darth Correct. Thinkers. yep
1: yeah. Um, but yeah so it's just so great to, to meet these people at Star Celebration and obviously Star Celebration in itself is called Star Celebration it's all about the positivity in Star Wars it's all about these things that are great about Star Wars and that's the part of Star Wars I love you can critique Star Wars every Star Wars film is flawed be original trilogy any of the sequels or prequels any of the shows i say the closest to a flawless show is Andor but it still has its faults as much as I think Rebels is, is the best show it does have its flaws you know but it's fine to be critical of Star Wars it's just don't be a dick about it and don't be hateful towards the creators if you don't like a character in a film don't go after the actor that's not fair that's what happened to Hayden Christensen and like Hayden Christensen today at Star Wars Live like he was getting so many cheers and so much love sorry yeah yesterday he was getting so much love on stage he like teared up and got really emotional and it's like because he was hated, he was like. Well, he did last honesty.
0: year as well, didn't he? Because yeah. we watched Star Wars Celebration clips on YouTube, and last year he got teary on the stage as well.
1: Yeah, and that was people like welcoming back before Kenobi came out, and then after Kenobi came out, everyone loved his performance so much in it, and so it was just so great like the positivity that styles can bring that's what I like focusing on so speaking with people like Hayden and Liv and I'll put uh, links to their Twitter in, uh, in their respective Twitters in the show notes but they were just such lovely people and it's so nice to be to meet internet friends in real life it's just something that doesn't really happen very often so a really great panel thanks to Megan again for making us stay and not having us having to queue all the way up again and we got really, really great seats. And then you went for a little wander. Um and then Megan got a pin badge, a Bocatan pin badge.
0: I did get a Bo Katan pin badge. Which is
1: great. Um yeah. I, I zap- you zapped me. Yep, there's a couple of pictures again. Check uh Instagram and Twitter and I think I'll put them on Facebook as well. Um but They've got this cool, like, lightning-y thing, and it's, like, meant to be Palpatine electrocuting someone.
0: And then you press a pedal with your foot, and then it lights up and makes noises, so it looks like and sounds like that you're producing the lightning.
1: Yeah, which is really cool. So we've got a fun little photo of that, of us shocking each other. Um, I got a comic that I've been wanting to get all weekend, but the queue for the Forbidden Planet stall has been so long every day, I've just not really had the time. And it's the Dark Horse Hyperspace jackson annual it costs 20 quid which for anyone who doesn't collect comics most comics cost between three pound and five pound maybe maybe a bigger one six or seven quid and the variant like variant covers that you can get they normally cost like six or seven quid some of the more expensive ones 15 quid 20 quid is a fairly expensive variant cover but you can't much
0: the one i you
1: was but you can get more expensive ones than that you can get like ridiculously expensive variant covers but Generally speaking, and this was twenty quid, but you could only get it a celebration. I'm really chuffed to get it. Um,
0: I bought a recipe book.
1: Yep, Megan got another recipe book, so that's it's your de- second. It's
0: specifically like desserts, isn't it? Yeah. in the Star Wars universe.
1: Because you got because uh, like to... One of the desserts
0: is like Rancor
1: claws. Yeah, oh. we were made out like pastry and stuff, yeah. which is really cool. And like some Cloud City marshmallows, got, like yeah. blue in it, which is fun. Um, but like,
0: shout... oh, and there was the blue milk um like sandwich biscuits or something wasn't yeah,
1: it yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah oh man i can't wait to try all those things um but like shout out to tony farina of comics emotion in of Indie comic spotlight one of the nicest people ever um he for megan's birthday last year it
0: was or, a couple of years ago
1: now oh a couple of years oh, time is relative who knows um but he he ordered a, a galaxy's edge cookbook for megan on amazon and got it delivered to us it was and what was
0: really cool as well as when we were there at star wars celebration they obviously were selling that cookbook and i was like oh, i've already got it cool 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 we walked one past one of the stalls that was selling it and they had it open on a page of a recipe that i had actually cooked Yeah, we've cooked i've cooked maybe things. like three or four things from yeah. the recipe book and just by chance one of the things that they had open and display is one of the recipes that i've actually made which i thought was great
1: yeah it was lots of fun um so yeah we we got that and then i think after that because that took a up- All those things took up Quite a lot of the day
0: I was flagging as well At this point So I woke up at 6 o'clock This morning Yeah We had a tiny little coffee In the accommodation I wanted a coffee Um but we decided that we would just get a coffee on the way home but actually I've managed to so far be fine and we've got less than an hour left so I'll be fine to get home from now so I, I didn't end up having a coffee no, but a I, I was really really fucking struggling after those yeah. two panels I was knackered
1: yeah it was and I, I've been really tired as well and obviously I'm you are enthusiastic about Star but I'm obviously way more enthusiastic about it and even me I'm like I, I am getting quite tired now so the last part of the day because on Monday today the last day of celebration uh, it closes two hours earlier so Friday to Sunday it closed at 7 whereas today it closed at 5 so the closing celebration thing the closing ceremony was at 4 so we went to the Twin Suns
0: yeah so I I decided well I didn't decide I suggested it to Mike I was like um,
1: what I was just saying what the fuck is that car doing I know
0: I know that car's being nuts but you made me lose my train of thought I, by really doing sorry. your finger whacker sorry
1: there's one car that's a yellow there's car there's
0: a yellow car that keeps swerving in between the left and the middle lane and I don't really understand what they're doing yeah it's like if you want to go fast go in the fast lane like I'm, I'm going to go in the fast lane because I feel like he's going to just do the same thing again
1: uh, but you were saying about the, the tw- um, twin sun stage yeah
0: so we went we decided that we were going to go and watch the final thing because to be honest we were umming and ahhing as to whether we were going to stay till the end or if we were just going to go home but we were like no we'll stay i i suggested that we go check out the twin suns um queue to see what it was like to actually get into it because a the galaxy stage is is quite so celebration stage is the biggest one and there's just kind of no point really trying to get into there that because that's that's, the that's, that's that's one everyone wants to go to galaxy stage we'd been to this morning and it is also lot bigger than the twin sun stage but that's the one that has the god awful uncomfortable seats my reasoning was twin sun stage is the lesser one it's not as big so people are less likely to want to go there the other thing as well is in the celebration stage the panel before was one that's like looking at the clothing in andor and um obi-wan kenobi and the one that was in the Twin Suns stage was about minifigures and in my head I was like more people are going to go to the obi One one and then stay there and keep the seats than go to the one about minifigures. And you were correct. And we- I was 100% correct. we got
1: to the we were waiting in the Twin Suns uh, queue and then we, uh, we got let
0: in and there was basically no one there again we managed to get four rows from the front yeah the other good thing about the twin sun stage aside from the fact that it's slightly smaller the seats are actually comfortable because they're like conference room seats that have like a nice spongy seat yeah. um, and it's right near the exit that goes towards the train station whereas the celebration stage and the galaxy stage are literally on the other side of the XL building and it takes like a good 10 minutes to walk like across especially with all the people um so i was like right i think we should do that because a it's comfortable b i think there'll be less people and c i think we'll actually get out faster and and also
1: We got Addicts Twin Sun stage Yeah When we went there On the first day Of celebration You got a sticker Yeah
0: yeah I got a free sticker Because I was very enthusiastic Yeah and then this
1: time (laughs) They were giving out Posters Pins And Funko Pops Which they
0: weren't doing At the Galaxy stage
1: They were not So we got I got a free poster um, Which is really cool um, and it's, it's not, yeah, it is a really cool poster It's not really a Star Wars one I think we might frame it It might be nice to go to like, the bathroom or downstairs somewhere because it's quite psychedelic oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's quite like a nice like, it's it says... Maybe
0: in the extension once we've painted those mushrooms
1: on Ah, it. that's a very good shout Very good shout Yeah, it's very, very colourful and it's I think it says like Gaia on it I think it's maybe like Mother Gaia and mm. it's, it's really, really colourful and psychedelic It's a very cool poster The
0: character itself looks a bit like a Twi'lek
1: Yeah, like a Twi'lek mixed with kind of like A, a um, Twi'lek on acid yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so it, it was a really cool poster. I wasn't expecting that. And they were doing like uh, questions. To, uh, they were playing like Star Wars music and saying, name what the Star Wars music was. Yeah, they were playing.
0: Was. Yeah, you had to try and name the Star Wars music and you could win a Funko Pop of the Frog Lady from Series 2 of Mandalorian. They gave it like. 12 15. And I really, really wanted to win one. Mike put his hand up a couple of times. I was like, "Win me the frog lady. No. but We didn't get one, and it was fine. No. Oh, but there was a cute little kid next to Mike, and he'd made his own Star Wars celebration badges, and he handed Mike one, and I put it onto my lanyard, and I was like, "Thank you so much!" It's like he's hand-drawn Grogu, and he's like obviously put it onto a computer with like word art, and has gone like Star Wars Celebration 2023 Europe, and then he's put it onto a badge. He had like a whole little like bum bag of. Badges that he was handing out to people, bless him. And um I put it on my my lanyard with all of my other pin badges and stuff and he seemed really, really happy and his dad like was really appreciative. When we left I said thank you again and he was like, May the force be with you.
1: <laughs> I was like, Yeah, thanks you too. It was such a cute little thing. Like <laughs> oh, seeing kids him. like seeing kids enthusiastic about Star Wars in the right ways just warms my heart. And Uh, Like, again, you can see that picture on social media. I I posted that of our, like, final... Like, each day of Star Celebration, I've been posting pictures and stuff, but also... And updates of cool new announcements. But also, at the end of each day, pictures of the the merch that we got, you know? And so I posted a picture of that so you can see that. But also, the celebration at the the closing ceremony... I, I was actually quite emotional. I'm, like, gla-
0: I'm glad we stayed for it. It, yeah. it was only, like, 20, 25 minutes long, so we did queue... Like, we sat in the queue for, like, 45 minutes, but I was sat down, it was fine, it wasn't a problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, was a, it was a really cool... Thing. It was, it like was a nice. wrap up. It was, yeah. like,
1: they had, like, footage from across the whole celebration. Some of the people that we've either seen or had photographs with were actually in this montage thing. So it was, like, a yeah 20-minute or so montage. And there
0: were bits where we were there. Like, there was a bit where they were doing all the High Republic... Um, like cosplay and outside and they'd recorded it and Mike and I were literally on the other side of the camera in fact one of the guys got one of the people got interviewed from the High Republic and I deliberately went past the camera and looked at the camera so that I would be in it so part of me was like <gasps> <gasps> maybe I might be in it but I wasn't
1: <laughs> it was really cool because there was like bits where they were like oh it, it was things like um you get a little mini Andor wrap up and it just showed little snippets of some of the Andor panels and things and then some of the cosplayers of Andor and then the thing that we mentioned I think in one of the previous episodes which was when there were the prisoners of Narkina 5 running through Celebration like a hundred plus people wearing uh, the Narkina 5 outfits yelling that and then it was like Mandalorian stuff and like people who attended the Lucasfilm panel All got to the watch yep got to watch like the Mandalorian uh, latest episode like a few days early before everyone else and then it showed loads of the people who were doing Mandalorian cosplay loads of cool stuff so it's a really fun nice wrap up and some of the the panels that we somewhat missed that we knew what happened in them because the internet um, but it showed you some of the highlights of that so that was quite nice and they even said like before they played the, the closing ceremony video thing they literally said look Star celebration is about community, it's about family, it's about enjoying yourselves and things, but also you can't attend every panel. You can't see everything. You can't do it all. It's just not possible.
0: Uh, I mean things clash. Exactly. Like, and the, we saw loads the of Star Wars stuff. like drag in Star Wars clashed with the High Republic. So yeah. you know but
1: lots of the other things we got to do, like the teaching one you wanted to see. Yeah. And you know Yeah, the, the teaching
0: one clashed with the like Disney Parks one. Like, you know, yeah. it is what it is. And we
1: would have liked to have seen the Disney Parks one, but
0: that was on the celebration station. We knew that it would be busy.
1: Yeah, but we wanted to see the the teacher thing. And we're so glad we did. It was so amazing. Connected with so many cool people. So it was just... It was really great. It was a really great end of the day. It was... I, I, my favourite day is still the Saturday. The High Republic stuff was incredible. And that was so much fun. Um, but all of the days are really, really good.
0: I, it, it's difficult for me to say which day was my favourite. I, I I don't know. It, it Probably Saturday. But like it's all kind of just merged into one but like i kind of want to say thanks to you to be honest mike because like it's not really an experience that i would have had and like as as much as i joke that i'm like oh mike's banging on about star wars again like i genuinely love the franchise and it's like nice kind of seeing that come to fruition is that the right term fruition, fruition. Right yeah yeah
1: well, thank you. I was going to ask my sort of thing. Obviously, I, I loved this. You know, I went to Star Wars Celebration seven years ago, but I only went for one day, and that was before I really got into reading all the Star Wars stuff. That was when I was just mainly into the games. The new canon was quite, you know, seven years ago. That was 2016. So that was only after, I think, The Force Awakens came out, and then I think, I don't think even Rogue One had come out at that point. So it was all very new and fresh. I hadn't really started reading the books at that point. I'd played some of the games. And I knew a little bit about Legends, but, like, I was just a... Not to be derogatory to any listeners, but like a normie Star Wars fan, I just watched the movies and I watched some of the series, and that was it, and a few games. That that was all I did. And obviously now I read every single comic or every almost every single comic, every single piece of High Republic content. I try and play all the games. I like consume as much Star Wars content as I can, and obviously got the podcast and interview people, blah blah. But like the one day I went before, I didn't really have much money either, and. The only real critique, I'd say, of Star... The two critiques of Star Celebration is some elements of the communication organisation from the crew was not the best, which...
0: Although, on jumping off of that, I will say there are certain elements that they obviously saw that they had done things wrong. Yeah. And they had changed it throughout the week, which they, they'd learned from some of the mistakes, which I did appreciate. It definitely got better. Yeah. Definitely. But there, there was definitely a lack of communication in some respects. Oh! There was nearly a fucking uproar. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Lord. So we were queuing up for... um, We were queuing up to get into the Bad Batch, and Mike and I were in the first queue, like, queue number one to get in. They'd created, like, an overflow area, which was the accessibility lane, but there were hardly any people using the accessibility lane. They, like, closed down one of them and turned it in. They'd already gone in, and they turned the other ones into just extra standby. And... um, they accidentally started letting people in from basically there were like 12 different rows of people that needed to go in and they started letting people out from rows 12 and 11 and we were in row one Yep. Um, and we went fucking ballistic Me and
1: Megan both immediately yelled Megan yelled first so I, I was <laughs> half I was, like, I was like I'm not
0: having this so I was Megan, like I did not wake up At 6 o'clock this morning And get here at 10 to 8 For these dickheads To get in before me I was like Absolutely woke not up, like
1: 5 minutes no, before the panel started No And
0: they know full well That they're in the final queue I was like Absolutely not Then we were going in And I was like That is ridiculous And I was like That is some bullshit And then people in row like 2 Were like We're so glad That you said something they were like, we could hear you out of most people. <laughs> like, play, like calling yelling. them out on it and yelling. And they were like, we're so thankful that you did that. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I was like, I'm not getting here this early to then have people get in front of me I was like absolutely not yeah this is
1: Britain okay we <laughs> queue properly in Britain okay
0: in, a, in Britain like we were the people that were joining the people were joining the back of our queue and I was like I think you'll find the queues down there yeah. <laughs> like we were turning people away from our queue. yeah it's like hey it's like, like no people
1: who got hit early deserve to get in first
0: yeah, queuing, yeah it's just fair
1: queuing is fair and important you know first come first serve very very simple premise and the Megan yelled and fortunately one of the crew member guys who was lovely uh, he was he, was, bay, he, he was, great. was funny he was kind he He's, was checking He's people. the
0: one that managed to call out and stop them from getting in. Um, the majority of them. The majority. He of saw them.
1: and he literally—he's a bigger guy. He ran straight over there and managed to stop the majority of them going in the No, 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 no. You guys do not get in first. You guys are lucky if you get in, basically.
0: Yeah, basically, these—the are the last two queues, like the probability of them getting in was like, like, quite four, like less than ten percent of being able to get in. The queues that we were in were guaranteed to get in and yep. i was like i am not missing out on going to see this because someone's made a mistake and these people have just done it like they knew like one of the guys as we were walking past he was like oh are we in the final queue and i was like you know you're in the final queue because i literally heard you have a conversation with the steward about how you're in the final queue i was like don't play dumb you know that idiot
1: yeah, and there were people trying to be cheeky and trying to play off dumb and get into like, the yeah. big which was quite annoying, but that's just you know even in a convention full of people trying to be idiot, positive, idiot
0: is a mean word i don't like, but you know what I, I don't I mean, think they're like, stupid i think they're they're not stupid intentionally they're intent- being just, did- yeah
1: they just think hey i got it late but i want to see this panel more than i feel like anyone else wants to see it's the panel, just self-entitlement and me wa- yeah me wanting something a lot f- means that i should get it it's like no 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 that's not how the world works i'm afraid it was like when we were queuing for ahsoka and there was someone we were chatting with in the queue we spoke about it a bit yesterday but he was like oh but i'm just such a big ahsoka fan it's like Almost everyone at Celebration yeah, Is like, a big Ahsoka fan He started
0: fan. creeping in the queue In front of us And I was like a panel we
1: didn't get in anyway We though. didn't
0: get into And we actually ended up Talking to someone today And he managed to get into it But that's because They had been told to go And he managed to like yeah, Essentially last, like, get in the last minutes, seat whatever. Because he was by himself So we made the right decision yesterday Yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, or rather Saturday um but yeah there was a guy in that queue that was creeping in front of us and i was like well yeah but if we actually start to get in you need to go behind us because you were in the queue behind us and he was like yeah but i'm just such a bigger soko fo- soko fan I like, and i was like yeah that's great but we were here before you and
1: i was like i'm being honest with you josh like if you do try and push in front of us i will push you back like i'm not <laughs> i am like a joke's a joke but i'm telling you right now you are not getting in front of us yeah. like i'm not i'm not one for violence i you know i'm generally quite chill about stuff but Fair is fair, and I will put my foot down if I have to. Okay, it's not. If I'm in a bar and someone pushed in front of me, it's like fuck's sake. But I'm like, I'll, I'll just live with that. But if we're queuing at a panel and there's a chance I won't get to see something,
0: especially when we've gotten up early. Like I know everyone's gotten up early, but but yeah, that was just something we forgot to mention. Yeah, but yeah. there was nearly a nearly a riot. <laughs> there was nearly a riot.
1: <laughs> yeah, um... caused
0: by me. I was like, "Oi! let's get them. <laughs> one way out." Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, so um, obviously I would. Wrap up with celebration and things. I'd say you know. Oh
0: wait, no. But we were right about going to the two sun stage. Oh, the because end. at the end we got out so so goddamn oh, quickly. Yeah. We
1: literally. We... I
0: like Mike's. Uh, wait, Mike reckons that we would have been stuck there for at least another half an hour to an hour, and I completely agree. We we yeah. got out so so fast because also because it's close to the exit and it's one of the smaller ones. There were less people. We were right near the exit as opposed to having to traipse across. I mean, the celebration in itself holds four and a half thousand people. Yeah, I think Galaxy's Galaxy about is thousand, maybe like two, two and a half. So if we'd gone to the Galaxy stage, we'd then be trampling through around two and two and a half thousand people. Whereas I think this, the Twin Suns room probably holds about five hundred to a thousand, maybe. Yeah. So like considerably less people near the exit, not having to trap through the XL. Plus
1: all the other people who were going to all the ex, uh, going to the vendors and the shops and things, while everyone else was seeing the closing ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like we. And you get out of the XL center, and it leads like straight onto the station that you, the like the nearest station to go anywhere. Yeah, custom so, house. Yeah, so like everyone who was leaving Star Celebration, like a huge amount of them were getting onto the train. So like, like when to we put were- it into
0: perspective, each day that we've gone there so far, um like people who work for the train line have like blocked off the entry and let you in gradually yeah today was the first day that we just walked straight onto the platform
1: yeah and then once we got down to the platform we could see up there and they th- were yeah there then, then we stop-
0: could see they were stopping it so we got there just in time like
1: we i legitimately think we got back to our accommodation before a lot of people even got on the train
0: Well, we were back at the accommodation by what half five not even that i think that's when we left
1: yeah, yeah. So it was like we got... In from
0: Maybe around 5 o'clock to back to the accommodation.
1: From celebration, like the closing ceremony, finishing, to us getting to the accommodation was like 45 minutes
0: or something. Less than that.
1: And it was like a genuinely... If you think about like a train, the capacity, like the train doors open, they've got about 30 seconds, if that, for people to get on the train. And then the doors close and it goes off. And then every five minutes or so is another train. But like only a couple, couple hundred people, if that, can really get on each train. So you're thinking a couple of hundred every like a couple of minutes or every five minutes but having minimum 5,000 people probably nearer 10,000 people well again
0: 4,500 people well, obviously not everyone's getting well that's what train, I mean
1: but, but like you, you just think just general maths if you think 100 people every five minutes 500 people is like 25 minutes you know so I think it's probably a bit more than that but still so you're thinking like we- Megan just made such a good shout of us going to the Twin Sun stage so it was like it was really really great so to kind of Wrap up celebration. I'd say I'd really recommend it to people. Uh, in two, the next one's in two years' time, so twenty
0: twenty-five, yeah, and it's in Japan, Japan. Which,
1: which we will not be going to. And it's PowerPoint. on my
0: birthday. Yeah, we're not unless,
1: <laughs> unless we somehow like win the lottery or one of you lovely Patreon supporters. Wait next
0: year. Oh no, I'm thirty next year. I was like, we well, go as my thirty. No,
1: no, we're going to America. We're going to America next year to meet a lot of our other friends in person, and we've got a few other secret plans that we'll get into in the future. But we basically like there's. If we were going to go to Japan, like we would go to Japan properly, we could not warrant affording. I'm only joking. I'm only joking when we're talking about going. Could to Japan. not warrant going to Japan um, for Star's celebration. So, and I imagine the year after or two years after that, it'll probably be in America. So, it's probably not going to be in England or Europe again for optimistically another five or six years well, most mean, really, likely another it, ten
0: well if it was seven years ago the last time it was here so
1: yeah but obviously covid made it not for two years so minimum five years might be ten years who knows so it's gonna be a long time before we get to go to celebration again because we can't warrant going to america and go to celebration just for that it's, it's well
0: not... no this is the thing
1: if we if we came into a lot of money if we won the lottery or if any of our patreon supporters um there was a joke patron post that we made um which was just a ramble thing off at the end of a movie review that i released as his own thing that I might release just for free is like a little jokey thing, which was what if we did a, a patron supporter who gave us? Do we say like a thousand pound a month? Or... Is this the
0: one where I said that I'd bake them a cake?
1: Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was either like a thousand pound a month or like ten thousand. I said that pound I would
0: month. do my own afterthoughts. Oh, I, what would your I, own podcast, I would and you'd write them a song, and I'd write you a song, and if you'd, you'd like wanna... bake them cakes. It's right, guys. Japan Star Wars celebration is twenty twenty five. It's it's literally on my birthday. Yeah pay for us to go this could be my (laughs) birthday present thanks everyone
1: (laughs) I mean it it would cost a lot I I have a suspicion like I'm really Co- cost, okay. costing up America like that but, is that would cost uh, us I think but for us both to go to America probably about sixish grand for a month to go to Star Celebration in Japan we'd have to be there Style Celebration would take up like no, four if, days if I was going go to, to go to Yeah
0: if I was going to go to a brand new country like that like it's one thing if it was in like ge- like we keep mentioning Germany. Germany if it was in Germany I would consider it because then you can extend that slightly yeah if I and it's not that far to travel I would not travel Halfway across the world, or however far Japan is, just just for a Star Wars. No, we would go there for a
1: full. Three I would want to go there for a, a month good, like, or something yeah, like that. Exactly. So, like, if anyone. If anyone's listening, and you guys love this, high, this uh, Star Wars Celebration coverage so much, you want us to go to Celebration, go over to patreon.com slash chat. support the show. I think the biggest, the highest tier I have is £10, but you can do your own custom tier. If there's any millionaires listening who just...
0: And you want me to bake you a cake. Who
1: want Megan to write them a song, <laughs> bake them a cake, do a solo podcast for them, and get all the additional stuff you get with an afterthoughts, uh, with Patreon supporting, you know, afterthoughts, audio content exclusive stuff. If you have... Thousands of pounds Spare Or If you collect Loads and loads Of your friends And you'll support us On Patreon For like a a, Quite a good amount A month
0: If we can make Several several thousand Just giving page
1: No Just become Patreon supporters Friends If you (laughs) If we can generate In two years Six grand (laughs) In Patreon money In two years We will go to Soul celebration (laughs) Japan But uh I don't...
0: I'll book the accommodation now on on (laughs) booking.com pre-cancellation because that's what I did for this one. As soon as we found out that Star Wars Celebration was in London, I booked accommodation straight away. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to book this now and if we get tickets, we get tickets. If we don't, then I can just cancel the accommodation, but I literally booked it instantly. Yeah. I I remember being... So it was just after we bought the house, we were decorating it. I was at Ikea car park when Mike told me... And I was like, right, while I'm waiting for my mum to come and pick me up, let's book accommodation for Star Wars Celebration. Yeah.
1: <laughs> to clarify on that story, it's because Megan and uh, Sue, because they're buying stuff for the house and there was too much to pick in There was the too car. much stuff. So Sue had yeah. to drive home to drop off the stuff to me. And then home, I had to wait and with like, the Go back and meeting. pick up Megan with the other stuff. Yeah. And that's why, because it sounds weird, you being like, oh yeah, my mum had to pick me up when we're nearly 30 and we both drive. And we're driving right now. So that's yeah. the reason why. <laughs> um, but style celebration uh, a recommendation to anyone who's thinking about going to Japan you're probably going to have to have a lot of money not going to lie but if you're either in America for the next America one or if you are in Japan and things my recommendation for style celebration because it is is an expensive convention is Go for, I'd say, at least two days if you Minimum can Minimum two days Because the first day, you can't do everything you want to do Or even close I You're- would say
0: three days is the sweet spot, yeah. to be honest I mean, I'm glad that we went for the full days I, I enjoyed it, having Mitchell there for the one day was nice as well Yeah Um... But I think, yeah, three days is the, is the sweet spot. Cause yeah. It just means that you have enough time to do everything that you want to do. I mean, we still didn't do everything. No, there were plenty of things. Like, like there was the Funko it. Pop store that we didn't go to. We didn't queue up to go into the droid bit. We, we saw the droids yeah. from the like outside, but we didn't go into the other bits. So there were some droids that we didn't see up close, but the queue was just so long.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it, and there were certain like panels, like smaller panels, that we were like, well, I'd rather go shopping look around for the next two hours I'd write like with with the conventions in general don't fill up your schedule too much you are going to want to have and also ties. don't
0: have the expectation that you're going to get into all of the panels if no. you won't
1: and don't just he- don't purely rely on watching panels to be fun because you will just be disappointed you know it's it's one of those things if you can get into one or two big panels that's great but be prepared it's lots of queuing you are going to have to take quite a bit disposable income with you like I think I said in the last podcast minimum 50 quid a day really nearer like 80 quid a day well if you I mean want-
0: for example on the first day me by myself I spent 90 pounds
1: yeah because a t-shirt alone is 30 quid
0: which I thought was fairly reasonable to be yeah. fair but-
1: and then like pin badges are about a tenner each uh, and then like food that is like 10 quid we took our own food but food's like 10 pound we would recommend taking our own food
0: if you can take your own food if you ever go to a convention I would wholeheartedly recommend it it just means that A you can take the food that you want to eat without being restricted to what is there. But B, you save money because it's just extortionate. And then C, you're not wasting your time in queues for food. Yeah. Like, I mean, on one day, one of the days we got a Costa and I was in that queue for at least, what, 20, 30 minutes? Yeah, I
1: used the opportunity to go to the toilet. Yeah. Um, and I came back and you were still in the queue and I was still waiting for you for 10 minutes. And But don't be, the reason that conventions is good to have a couple of days is A, getting a gist of where everything is, but also, it's a, it's it's a lot it's a sensory overload in a lot of ways and don't be afraid to just go find somewhere quiet to sit down yeah. like in the Excel center up where the fan stages and don't be afraid to look at the smaller panels the smaller panels are banging people put a lot of effort and passion into these panels and, and if
0: you really enjoy the smaller panels as well you can go up and speak to them afterwards whereas with the big panels it. you can't do people that. really
1: appreciate you taking interest in this thing they've put a lot of effort into and talking to them about it afterwards yeah. and you you learn a lot of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily learn because all the big panel stuff it's great seeing it but pretty much every thing in the big panels gets either announced or you get to watch the video on the star wars youtube channel anyway so go to the smaller panels if you can but also where the smaller panels are held there's some quieter areas don't be afraid just to take 10 15 minutes to sit down in a quieter area let your feet rest have a bit of food make sure you drink water and just have a breather because conventions are a lot
0: it is a lot and this is your first
1: convention as well so like what the kind of wrap-up thing i want to ask is how first of all you've kind of already answered this but are you glad you went and how was your first experience of a convention as a whole
0: yeah I'm glad I went obviously I really enjoyed it Um, I think it was a good experience as a whole I think it's just there were some aspects like lack of communication and some lack of organisation with certain aspects but I think that's just going to be the case anywhere
1: We've
0: been to gigs. it's the same. Well, like, nothing, it, with an event that big, there's not going to be perfect... Well, I mean, nothing's perfect, but there's definitely not going to be perfection when no. you've got an event that big and that massive. Like, obviously, things aren't going to be spot on all the time. Um, but I really enjoyed it. It was incredibly overwhelming to begin with, but by the end of it, I was, like, worming my way through people like there was no tomorrow. Yeah. But it is just it's incredibly overwhelming the one thing i will say is that at excel which i didn't have to use this area there was like a sensory area that you could go if you were getting overwhelmed i would say that as great as that is probably having that in a separate area would be good because it was literally like four chairs like in hindsight i was like oh that's such a good idea but actually thinking about it if you're getting overloaded with sensory Having it in exactly the same room where all of the noises is probably not the best thing. I think that was
1: the entrance. Was <laughs> oh, that like the entrance? I, I it was there it, a separately? Yeah, I think that, but right, it was like like also. to your point as well, it's like it wasn't that clear. We only saw it on the second No, it wasn't day. that
0: clear. Like they should have had like a sensory room in one of the spare conference rooms upstairs. If you yeah. just needed to get out of it, you can just go upstairs because it was considerably quieter up there.
1: Yeah, but um, it's a lot, to, especially if you have a young kid who's not neurotypical. I mean, I think I'm kind of on the verge. I think I've got lots of little, you know, a lot. Certain people think. I have uh, traits of Asper well, I've obviously got traits because it's a spectrum and things but like most I know they're not perfect but a lot of the, the quizzes you can do online that are little tests um, all of them say I don't have autism I don't have ADHD I don't have any of these uh, mental conditions I just have little bits from a lot of them whereas yeah you've Megan, definitely
0: got traits that are, are linked autism. with people that have autism yeah. 100% I am currently going through the process of trying to see if I can get diagnosed with ADHD because I think I have it um so for me at points it was too much <laughs> if I'm being honest especially on the first day es- especially on the first day
1: where you've never been to a convention because also the amount of yeah, people, there times, so people it was so many people there's a lot to deal with but also guys don't forget with cosplays ask permission to take photos if
0: they're posing with someone and everyone's taking photos around them that's fine that's the one thing that's the one thing if when we go no 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 no. well yeah obviously get consent from the people that are doing cosplays that's the one thing that i would want to change if we go to another star wars convention is that i would want to dress up yeah i wish we had this time around but it just wouldn't have worked i think
1: it's better that we didn't i think it is as well also, we had more
0: time to just experience everything else without getting stopped we could
1: blend into the crowd yeah if wh- you do good cosplay people are gonna stop you people want to get to take photos and that's that's part of it If you cosplay You have to expect You're gonna have people Wanting to interact with you But on the other side of things Don't touch any cosplayers Without their consent Don't take photos of them Without their consent Unless they're already Having their photo taken From other people You know It's all about consent Everything in life Is about consent You
0: yeah. know But yeah 100% When to dress up but I like dressing up anyway like I've always liked doing fancy dress yeah we so do at Halloween and stuff I'm, so. I'm very much excited to do that in the future hopefully
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. I want to buy myself some Jedi robes I want to get a lightsaber I want to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi <sighs> I
0: don't know what I do we'll figure it out we
1: won't do it on this podcast but so final thoughts then. You- you're glad you went yeah it was a good first festival experience we had enough time to basically sample everything but it is a costly endeavor. This is this cost us for four days of style celebration, and accommodation, and the merch that we bought, and everything else that comes along with it. We spent
0: well, I mean, excluding merch and stuff because that's kind of difficult to quantify. No, but
1: I'm saying like how much we spent is the same amount it would cost us for to go on holiday to a European country. Yeah, we-
0: it's the same cost as going on an actual holiday. Yeah, yeah that's what I was trying for to get. Yeah, sure. Like, like, I mean, yeah, it, when just Amsterdam, just accommodation and um, tickets itself came to about five hundred pounds. So, like each, yeah, it is it is the cost of going on a holiday, but. Yeah we're not doing a holiday this year because we're saving up to go to America next year we might go away for a couple of days in the summer to like Scotland or like Wales or something Yeah, as like a mini little like holiday in the UK with but, Willow and stuff yeah with Willow but this this was our big holiday yeah. of, of the year and I'd say so.
1: friends don't like if you if you go and you can afford one of these things try and save some money because when you go when you go you, if you see something you like just be like, buy that for you. Don't don't necessarily go overboard and get you some sort of like horrendous debt for it, but like...
0: Yeah, like I really wanted to get a mystery box, and I know I don't need a mystery box, but they were like 50 quid, and I was like, no, I don't need it. Yeah, so I treated myself to a £17 cookbook instead, yeah. and a couple of pin badges. Yeah, and the pin badges are really nice. It's and like, I already collect pin badges anyway. So. Exactly,
1: and it's like, if, try and, if you go to these conventions, be aware that to get the most out of it, you'll probably want to spend money, because a lot of it is looking around some cool merch. And try to save some money away, so that when you go, you can think, oh, I can spend... uh, £200 over this whole weekend and you can kind of you see something you like you can buy it without guilting yourself about it
0: this is the thing and also I mean we didn't have this problem but don't go with the expectation that you're going to buy presents for loads of other people no focus on yourself don't focus on everybody else because you're just going to spend a load of money that you don't need to spend really yeah
1: exactly so yeah that was our celebration experience obviously I had an incredible time it was so much fun it was everything I wanted and more it it was just it was an absolute blast and all the worries I had of the things that would be negative None of that really came to fruition. We missed one panel I wanted to see, which is the so one. But that's not—I wasn't like down in the dumps about it. I was, like, ah, that, that sucks a bit. No, man. I got
0: to have a coffee. Yeah, exactly.
1: And we got to—we used that time instead of being, oh no, we didn't get to go to this panel on dwelling. we were like, okay, well, we'll use this time while the convention's quite quiet mm-hmm. to have a look around and then to have a coffee uh, and have a breather in
0: preparation for the convention that we were, well, that you really, really wanted to go to. So, yeah. that, um, this exceeded my expectations. I must admit, I don't—I didn't think I was going to have a bad time by any stretch of the imagination. I thought I knew that I would enjoy it, but it, it was far, far greater than I could have imagined. It was great. It was really cool. Especially lots of the little things, you know? Yeah, and I bloody met Darth Binkus. Yeah, Darth Jar Jar. And today I got to see a... Nautilin. A Nautilun. I didn't get to see Kit Fisto, but I did see the same species, which... That's what you want. I was really happy with, so you know. Yeah, we didn't
1: get to see a, a photo because they walked past when we were. Yeah, doing we were stuff. in
0: the queue, so I couldn't. I didn't really. I, I'm not the kind of person. I I don't like leaving the queue and coming back and having people hold my space. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, unless you uh, have to, you know. Yeah, like I did do it in the queue today, but I got a little ticket to say that I'd left and come back, so that's fine. Yeah,
1: and you went to the toilet, so
0: uh, it's yeah, right. I just went for a wee. But um, yeah, so I got to see.
1: It's the little things, guys. Yeah. <laughs> try out new, try out new things. Don't be afraid to buy yourself a little something as like a souvenir or whatever. Go to smaller panels. Ask, like, make sure you ask consent for every element of the way, and just be nice to each other. You know, don't feel, be, don't be afraid to talk to people in queues, but also yeah, don't we feel like you a have to. People. It's just a really nice, great way to be nice to be someone starts yeah
0: and you might end up playing card games with people in the queue and
1: learning to play sabak like we to did
0: play
1: yes but friends thank you so much for listening as always your support really helped me enjoy this even more because I don't if I hadn't started the Styles Star Wars Comics Encounter podcast and genuine chit chat and got so many people enjoying my content and loving my Star Wars stuff especially I don't know if I would have invested as much time into making sure I read every Star Wars comic making sure I read every single piece of higher Republic content, I if I didn't have the podcast I might have just gone, oh, I'll pick up a couple of Star Wars books here and there, but because of your support and enjoying what I make so much, it makes me want to make more, and it pushes me to make sure I'm releasing an episode every week and things, and because of that, I consume more Star Wars it makes me enjoy Star Wars more, and it bleeds out, and it, like, it makes Megan enjoy Star Wars more as well, so it's just... It's a really great thing. So just thank you so much as always. If you like mine and Megan's kind of conversations and you want to help support the show in any way you can, you can share on social media. You can tell your friends about it. You can follow me at Genuine Chit Chat on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Subscribe to my YouTube channel where all my Styles, Comics, and Canon episodes are there. They're in playlists, my Genuine Chit Chat episodes, my conversations with Claudia Gray, Kevin Scott, Paolo Villanelli, lots of Starsy people, lots of non starsy people. And there's more to come in the future as well. But if you want to go above and beyond supporting the show, you can review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Good Pods. But if you want to go even above that and get one portion of my undying love, which all of you listeners get a fraction of. But if you want even more to put in your pocket, consider going to patreon.com slash genuine chat for as little as one pound a month. Oh my one, god! One pound a month. Just a pound! Which is literally like what? if you bought a Star Wars, if you bought one pin at Star Wars celebration, that's ten months. Of genuine chit chat depends he-
0: on the pen.
1: Well, yeah, maybe it'll be even over a year of it, of like any Funko Pop style celebration. Ten pound, fifteen pound, twenty quid—that's a year Ooh, of genuine chit chat. pounds for some. Oh, yeah, of the- for the thrall- exclusive or for one. some
0: of the like old school mini figures, you could pay up to five thousand pounds. Yeah,
1: we saw a figure that was four grand, yeah. which was like an original hand solo action figure, and I was like, I don't understand that, but. If you want to support the show and pay, you know, as I said, it's one pound a month. I think it's like a dollar fifty a month, you'll get access to currently over 160 episodes of Afterthoughts. There's Star Wars Legends book reviews on there and loads of other cool stuff including myself and Megan doing TV movie reviews Uh, when we go on holiday or road trips and stuff we often do these little reviews like we have today Um, live performances like uh, Buffy revamped Book of Mormon the Bake Off musical all kinds of stuff so you get hours and hours and hours of additional content on a feed that you can't find anywhere else and you support the show and there's some bonus goodies if people want to support the show for a little bit more than that but I'm just saying if anyone's got a spare like £1.50 or $2 (laughs) a month and you like my content Support me on Patreon will mean the absolute world to me, and you get rewarded. With at the moment, there's like, I think like over a hundred hours, of a uh, lot like over fifty hours of content right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So and there's more to come. Every week you get a new one. So wow. wow, 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 wow! So friends, just thank you. I appreciate each and every one of you listening. It means the absolute world to me, and I know it means a lot to Megan as well. But yeah. we just appreciate it. So thank you so much. And we'll speak to you next week back to the usual programming. I think the next Star Wars episode I'm releasing is Battle of Jeddah, the audiobook, uh, the audio drama, High Republic Review. And the next episode of Genuine Chit Chat is with a, ch- a gentleman called Rick Ives, who has created an independent heist movie and also works as an assistant editor at Marvel Studios. So great nerdy stuff coming your way next week. But thank you, friends. We'll talk to you soon.
0: And may the Force be with you.
1: And also with you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: You have just experienced host, creator, everything elseer of Genuine Chit Chat, and also the host and creator of Star Wars Comics and Canon, found on the Comics in Motion podcast,
1: Mike Burton.